Welcome to the AK-47 broadcast with Jesse, you lousy piece of motherfucker, prostitute open mouth motherfucker, who likes Oh my god, alright, that was, that was perfect, okay, now we're gonna stop recording. Welcome to the AK-47 Podcast. This is a special bonus episode with my friend, Jesse Goshert. Say hello. Hey, what's poppin', y'all? He, he, uh, we, we went to high school together, and he contacted me after I came back on Facebook, and I posted those salacious conversations between me and Paul Smith. And he had some, he had some gripes, so we're going to get to that in a little bit. But first off, Jesse, what is our Yo. special? What's our what's our special thing from high school? And don't say anything inappropriate. Our special thing. Well, we used to play ball tag. I never did that with you. That was a middle school thing. Well, they used to play ball tag, but anyways, um, no, we. I was in the jabai. Yes, and what were the Jabai? The Jabai stood for Jackass Brothers, and then <laughs> and then um, Spike decided that he liked Jedi because he was in Star Wars, and so was Haskell, and so they said we should make it Jabai, so it sounds more like Jedi. <laughs> Wait, who's who's Spike? Spike? Oh, General General Lee. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so there, there okay, were, there's there's Aaron Gosher. That's me. Big P. That's, Spike that's Paul. And Pascal. So yeah. that that was who was in the Java. So we were the Pantavrit. We were the Pantavrit of Jedi. Um, there were only five of us, and we tried to, we tried to leave the order uh, with some legacy, 
when we left on the last day of senior year, we, we all five of us performed an impromptu ceremony that was very strange trying to inaugurate uh, Mark Watnabe and Scott Smith, Paul's. And I don't remember that. I don't remember what we did. I I feel like, well, I don't really want to talk about it because what we, it was weird, but um, anyway, I come ahead. So that's my excuse. Yeah, I remember what we did, but we're not going to talk about it on here. I'll talk to you about it off air. Anyway, um, it involved that bench. You remember the bench? Not really. You don't remember our bench, Jesse? Your brain is really this scrambled? Yeah, I have, like, mashed potatoes for brains. And it (laughs) – yeah, so so – Jesse, we were all we were all part of this this group, and it's funny because none. I don't think any of us actually hung out exclusively with each other. We all had friends in other groups, and then it it was we were weird like that. We kind of hung out with other people, and yet we also sort of had this you know special bond between. I, the I think the five I think Spike and I. I think Spike and I were kind of on our own. Like, everyone yeah, that's sort of true. Me. Everyone liked me, but I didn't really have a clique I fit in with except for the Jabai. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, because you and, you and General Lee were kind of did your own thing. Um, and most of the time it involved fire and explosives. Yeah, I was I was present for some of that, but I was never directly involved in any of our shenanigans. I usually just kind of watched, um, <laughs> and it, it was it was fun to watch. Um, but so, well, you were also a wrestler, but the wrestlers didn't really hang out together. Only at wrestling tournaments and like at Far East. Yeah, and it's funny because you were the only Jabai who didn't play rugby. The rest of us yeah, played rugby. Rugby is just everyone says wrestling's gay because you have two guys rolling around each other on a floor, but rugby is like a gay orgy. <laughs> anyway, it's like everyone, yeah. you know. So that's just my thinking. This is this and is I'm just why... kidding. Rugby is actually cool. If it wasn't the same time as wrestling. I would have played rugby too. Yeah, see, that's weird because I think all of the guys who played rugby and wrestling did it at the same time. So that's not much of an excuse. No, no one, no one was on the rugby team and also on the wrestling team. You couldn't do both. Really? Like, not even, like, uh, not even Matt Graney's nephew. I have no clue who that is. Matt Graney is the creator of The Simpsons, and we went to high school with his nephew. We did? Yep. And he played rugby and wrestling, and I thought he did it at the same time. I don't know. I, 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 I was a sold-out wrestler. So, basically, wrestling came first, and so rugby, if it was at the same time, it wasn't happening. So you're telling me that Manjimeli betrayed his own father to play rugby with us? Probably. 
That he was always kind of he was always kind of a limp wrist. Oh my god. Um, I'm just joking, man. Jamali was cool. <laughs> I mean, if anything, if anyone in the group was limp wristed, it was like me and Haskell because we were in all the plays. Um, <laughs> we were practically drama nerds. Um, yeah, I, I remember. I told I told one of my professors in college that um, he, he was teaching a philosophy class, and I mentioned playing rugby, and. He, I think he knew I had acted too. And he's like, man, it's like you were going to school in a private school in England, playing on the fields of Eton and acting in Shakespearean plays. And I was like, yeah, well, you know what else those schools are known for? Uh, anyway. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, um, that, that was a great story. Yeah. Almost as good as the story about you falling three stories and, scrambling your brains so let's let's get to that let's get to that story shut up this is my show it's not your show calm down calm down jesse i'm not yelling you're the one yelling i'm yelling it's my show and i get to yell okay so um let's do okay so do you want to tell your story about what happened after high school after high school i came back to the states and I was working at a furniture store. I was the delivery guy. And one day, I can't remember any of this stuff, like the particulars of that day, because I, yeah, I was in a, I ended up in a coma for roughly like a month or so. But I fell 20 feet from the third level of the warehouse to the concrete floor. So it was lots of fun. Yeah, I I got a call, like, I think the day after it happened from someone I hadn't spoken to since graduation. And I think we all thought you were going to die. Oh, the doctors thought I was going to die. I was not supposed to see 21. Was that in 2006? 22306. Okay. Wow. 22306. Okay. Yep. Is that, do you celebrate your birthday then now? What? Since it's like your new birthday? No, um, it's the, oh crap, that, I should have died that day. It's not a birthday. <laughs> So like long... you have a really screwed up idea of a birthday then. Yeah, I do. So a lot of people listening to this are going to think I'm a monster um, for teasing you about this. But I, no, I, I, I'm totally cool with it. Yeah, I, I know you are. <laughs> and I know you well enough. I've earned the right to, to mock you, you cripple. Um, hey, hey, I'm not a crumple. I'm a gimp. Okay, that is that is true. When when Jesse came out for my wedding, um, I don't remember why I let you go off on your own, but I let you go off on your own, and within like 45 minutes, you were brought back to my room by campus safety. I don't think. Oh wait, man! I think I was. Yes, uh, I don't think I did anything. 
I didn't do anything bad. <laughs> I was just collecting photos of girls giving me a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, that's right. Um, hey, I got a double one with you at oh, some fast food joint. There was a girl on each side. With me? That was that my. No, not with, you were there with me, but oh. I put in the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. your amazingly gorgeous wife, who I don't know how you landed her. Yeah, but. neither do I. That's a mystery no one will ever solve. Well, you want to, you want to hear how I landed my amazing wife? Well, yes, I do. But hold on. So, so then. Mm. You were you were essentially like sexually harassing women at Biola, and no, I someone, was not. This this was totally this was like the beginning of hashtag Me Too. No, it like was. this is when this is when campus rape culture started. It was with you, buddy. No, it wasn't. You're just a lying piece of crap. <laughs> so so the, I hear a knock at my door, and then I hear Jesse slowly open my door and say, Hey, Gleason, the popo is here. And I'm like, what <laughs> the crap has he done? And there's two huge campus safety officers escorting. I thought only one. No, nah, there were definitely two, man. Cause they, they were they thought I'm you, very dangerous and threatening. They thought you were like a perv and a half, man. So anyway, well, so I'm then, sorry. so <laughs> all right. So, you they didn't kick you out of school for that? Oh no. They didn't they didn't even care. They, it was actually I think I think what they were worried about is that there was something I think honestly, dude, I, I don't think I've ever told you this. But I think what was really going on is they were afraid you were retarded. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I think I think they were afraid that you were someone's someone's like disabled sibling and they were just afraid that you were you know gonna hurt yourself <laughs> really I'm, I'm sorry man i should have told you that years ago i just that is hilarious because <laughs> i'm mentally i'm not disabled really except <laughs> i have a, a difficult time with short-term memory but i mean <laughs> In all honesty, I'm not like I I I sound drunk all the time, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure, but yeah, I think that's what actually happened because what you were doing was pretty innocent, and I, I I asked one girl too; she just took it the wrong way. It's either that or. It's either they thought there was something wrong with you, which they weren't a hunt. They weren't completely wrong about that. Um, or you know, you know what it really might be, and this is what's really, really going to hurt you inside. This is going to sting deep, my friend. It may have been that our good friend, our good friend Amanda, called the popo on you. Amanda. Yeah. Amanda didn't call the popo on me. I don't know, dude. You have a lot of faith in someone who was extremely involved in high school politics, and I don't trust politicians. Whatever. You're full of crap. Anyway, Amanda was uh, 
Amanda was didn't one you, of the. Did, go ahead. Sorry. What were you gonna say? I was say, did you know she just had a baby? Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, I did. I don't know how many kids she has now, but she seems like she's doing pretty well. I think she still lives not that far from here. Really? Yeah, I think so. Cool. So, Sorry. Anyway, um, but that that's that's definitely a possibility, and it's something you need to meditate on, my friend, because that's 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 deep dark pain. Hey, you told me that meditation is clearing your mind and just like floating, not meditating on something. You just like clear your mind. <laughs> Yeah. That's what you told. There are multiple meanings of the word. One of them means to like cogitate on something and like think about it. Other ones mean like. We don't need to talk about your dirty sexual preferences. Okay. Oh my God. This is what happens when. I have no clue what cogitate means. The thing is, the thing is Jesse, Jesse fell and broke his brain, but in in some ways, for those of us who knew him the best, not that much changed. <laughs> uh, no, a lot has changed. <laughs> a lot has changed. I'm bigger than you now. <laughs> I mean, um, well, in high school, I was like, I mean, I wrestled my senior year at 135 pounds. I mean, you were huge compared to me dude and now i'm bigger than you you were really lean at 135 jeez man yeah you were in good shape i remember you remember when uh when our 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 late friend fred uh (laughs) had those giant hulk gloves on and like sucker punched you no i don't oh man so much okay so before we talk about your wonderful wife before we talk about her, um, uh, you you had a beef with some stuff that Paul and I talked about, and so now is the time to explain your problem with. Okay, the way this you the way you told the story, which I mean I'm sure it was just you don't have a great memory, and I fell in my head, so my memory is perfect. <laughs> but. You were you were saying that Spike and because we were in um, the Barlow's room, uh-huh. which was right next to the physics lab, um, and I think Andrew came from AFE Physics and got in the back way and came in through the back. Yeah, that's and, right. And I would, I definitely was flirting with Amanda because I, <laughs> you can't blame me. She's, she was absolutely gorgeous. But, um, so Andrew would come in and I think this only happened for like a week, but he would come in and run across the room because I sat on the far side of the room and then he would attack me. Mm-hmm. And this one, the one time you're talking about, he wasn't using a steel pipe. I mean, come on. Even as hulky as I was, hitting anyone with a steel pipe, they're going to feel it. Even if it's Spike hitting you with a pipe, you're going to feel it. 
But no, it was, you know, in when they pack a TV or something, they have that really dense packing styrofoam that yeah. they mold around it. He brought one of those pieces in and he was trying to beat me with it. And I don't particularly remember what happened, but I, he, he like fell back some way and I grabbed the cardboard, the styrofoam and was gonna, I'd like, I literally two hands above the head. I think I jumped and I was going to smack him. Like I was going to beat the crap out of him. <laughs> and as I'm swinging, Nothing comes down. Yeah. Barlow snuck up behind me and grabbed it on my hands. <laughs> I'm like, how fair is that? He gets to hit me, and then I can't retaliate with his weapon. <laughs> I mean, I didn't bring it into the class. I took it from him. <laughs> so Barlow did intervene, and... Yeah, that was another thing. You were, like, just saying how the teachers didn't care. Barlow did intervene, so, I mean, it, it must have been your imperfect, non-traumatic brain injury memory. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go on the record as saying that sounds much more plausible than the way I remember it, because... It, the images are really strong in my mind, but I write, and you can't trust writers. You just you just can't. So, yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go I on record as what I don't write. You can't trust me either. That's true, but there's a whole bunch of other reasons for why we can't trust you. Um, but yeah, I I those stories were clearly embellished a little bit. Um. So, yeah. And the, I mean, the funny thing is, it, it's like, so I don't know if we talked about this on the episodes with Paul, but Paul Haskell and General Lee um, used to ambush me because I, so when I graduated high school, I was almost six foot two and I was 220 pounds. And that's all. And uh, what? That's all. I thought you were bigger, but I was small, so. No, it's funny because I look at pictures now. I thought I was so fat, and I really wasn't. I was I was overweight in middle school, and at some point in high school, as is pretty normal, you know, I shed a lot of the weight, and rugby helped too. But in any case, um, yeah, so I – I was much bigger. I mean, because Jesse was definitely the second largest jab I, by quite a bit. And I had almost 100 pounds on him. And so the other three would, <laughs> am, would wait for me <laughs> and try to ambush me on multiple occasions. Um, like in the lunch line was, was one of their favorite places. And it, I, every time it happened, I took them all out. Like, I don't even remember... You know, I wouldn't even do it. I just start like flailing and kicking and stuff, and they'd give up like you know in a few seconds. If Jesse had been involved, the not... they were? what? Like the little wusses they were. 
If Jesse had been involved, it would not have been that hard to take me down. But the three of them, their bone density and like muscle mass alone at the time. Haskell is in really good shape now. I think he works out like all the time. So he could probably take me mano a mano. But actually, Paul might be. I could have taken you mano a mano. For endurance, yes. If we were wrestling. No, for anything, you were a big teddy bear. No, I would have killed you. If if it was an endurance contest or wrestling, yeah, I'll grant you, you probably could have. But the truth is, I mean, I had 100 pounds on you, man. Yeah, but I was, I was just sexy beast. I was faster. I was faster than people realized. I remember, I won't name this person because I'm tired of naming people from high school that are going to come try to kill us. Um, but I remember on more than one occasion, people trying to uh, do things to me and it was actually relatively easy to evade despite my size. And that was always my instinct was to just get out of the way and throw people into stuff. So, so um, you were a violent bugger, huh? Dude, it was all defensive. I didn't instigate any of that crap. Throw people into stuff. Throw people into stuff. Yeah. If they, were trying to very aggressive. Me, if they were trying to attack me, that's like judo, man. Anyway, um, okay, so was there anything else you had a problem with from the stories we told? Um, I don't know, but I, I, did you know I got kicked out of Barlow's class once? For doing what? Making fun of Paul's teeth. Really? Yeah. You, we were in class, and someone was saying how... They couldn't go to this something really big in their friend's life because they had a dentist's appointment. And I said, do you know Paul, Paul Smith? And she's like, the person's like, yeah. And I'm like, have you seen his teeth? You don't need to go to a dentist. Barlow kicked me out of class right away. And he just told me to leave. He didn't tell me to do anything, so I just wandered around the school for the last 30 minutes of class. And see, I work with special needs kids, which, you know, we practically were. And that is... Hey, like, speak for yourself. That is... I, I'm speaking for myself, and I'm speaking for you. Um, that was like, That's like Discipline 101 is when a kid does something bad, you don't take them out of class. Because all you got, you basically got rewarded for saying something horrible about Paul. No, I I liked Barlow's class. Oh, dude, he was Plus, he was. I think he was he was almost like an honorary sixth jabai in some ways. Yeah. And, well, another thing about Barlow's class is I sat right behind Amanda. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I think we've already established this. Yeah, I mean, come on. She was a very good-looking girl. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'm not being inappropriate. So that was your favorite thing about Barlow's Bible class? Uh, Probably. It should be noted that we haven't said Amanda's last name and we're not going to, because I think I did in the other episodes, but there were three Amandas at least in our, in the graduating class of 2004. So it could be any three of them technically. So, well, 
if they, yeah, unless they they themselves remember me in the class being an annoying butthole. Yeah, we and every everyone everyone knows which one it is, but we're still not going to say. Um, okay. okay. So, <laughs> that is funny to think about, though, that we had so many Amandas. We had two Aaron's also. There were two Aaron's. Um, and there was only one of me. Can you imagine if there was more? Yeah. Don't you have a big family? I have three brothers. Oh, I thought there were more of you weirdos than that. No, just three brothers. And each one of us is married now. Um, my oldest brother has two girls. My youngest brother has one kid. Me and Heather adopted um our child. So, yeah. We got married. I got married. Yeah, let's go ahead. Tell us the story yeah. of Heather now, and then we'll call it a night. Okay, fine. I like talking about this sort of stuff. That's good. Um, I, well... Heather is amazing. Um, I don't know how I wound up with her. I tell people all the, well, first of all, she's a four time juvenile cancer survivor. And hold on a second, Jesse, she's okay with you saying all this stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I had to ask her. No. All right. Well, you guys can fight about it later then. <laughs> Yeah, so she's. I I probably shouldn't tell you the story on the the webcam, the 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 podcast. I was gonna tell you, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what can you tell us? She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a four-time juvenile cancer survivor. She had. Juvenile aggressive fibromyosis. Mm-hmm. Um, she was diagnosed at three. It came back at six, twelve, and sixteen. Jeez, man! And she was not supposed to live. She was supposed to die when she was twelve. And yeah. I wasn't supposed to see my twenty-first birthday. So you know. You kind of flip the numbers around that they match and stuff. Ooh, 12 and 21. Yeah, I know. That's like, that's like Illuminati crap. Sure. <laughs> I don't even know what the Illuminati is, but. So, yeah. But okay. I, I, I met her. Shortly after I came to your wedding, mm-hmm. so I guess I caught the 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 garter or whatever, right? Did you? I don't remember even doing that. I don't think I did, but I just yeah. <laughs> but your your wife did give me a kiss on the cheek, and I got a picture of it, so yes, I'm also kissing you on the cheek in that same picture, so it's not as pervy as it sounds, yeah, actually, she gave me one of just her before that too 
Diesel. I don't have pictures anymore. I just have the one thing. I got my aunt to do it in pencil. Like, she's an artist. I was going to give it to you at some point if I ever saw you again. <laughs> um, this, is, this is why I don't, I don't take pictures. Every, burn everything from the past. Anyway, um, that would have been a nice present. So No, it wouldn't have. It's yeah. got me in the middle of it. That's true. That, <laughs> it wouldn't have been that nice. Um, it's, a, it's a thought that counts. Um, okay, so then how did, you, uh, how did you trick Heather into becoming your wife? Yeah, that that probably is the story I can't tell. Oh, okay, because you were so proud of it like five seconds ago. Uh, yeah, but you you just you got me thinking like with the hey, are, are you sure she's okay with you sharing all this? And the story I was going to tell you is not true at all. Oh, okay. It's a joke I tell everyone. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it the the hashtag Me Too movement and stuff don't like the joke. So <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Well, this you know, I I wanted this to be a relatively appropriate episode, and you know, we we still managed we still managed to make it pretty filthy. No, um, we didn't. That's true. It was mostly me. I mostly made it filthy. Um, so I help if you didn't take a bath. <laughs> so, um, all right. Any other, any, any other comments you, you want to send out into the void? Um, when are you coming to visit me? Oh my God. This, I promised him I would come visit him. I don't even remember when now, but it was a really long time ago. I will someday. I came out to visit you and your beautiful wife. She was only your fiance for the first part of the trip. But then she was your wife in the second part. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the second part of the trip, <laughs> you weren't there. And we were in Mexico. So. I, I, was, I was still there. You weren't there, though. Okay. Yeah. Then you go on a honeymoon? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you, I was still in California. Yeah, I was still where the wedding took place. The way you the weren't. Way, the you way, left, not me. The way you said that made it sound like you went on our honeymoon or something. <laughs> so, how long did you wait? So, how long did you hang out in LA after our wedding? I think I left. I, I think I left like that day and the next day. I stayed with Big P. Oh, okay. At, at Calbap? I have no clue where it was. Yeah, you don't even know. Where. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was at Cal Baptist. Um, you know, it's funny because I think that's the last time that the Jabai were together, except for Lee. Because he had gone, I think he was AWOL by that point. Uh, I had talked to him once or twice a long time ago. And, yeah, he 
And I talked to him um, after your wedding. He was in Malaysia, I think. Yeah, he he's he's the lost Jabai. Because wait, were you in Haskell? I know Haskell was an usher. Were you in? Were you an usher also? No, you wouldn't. You didn't want me to do anything with your wedding. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I tried to get people to take bets on whether you would cry or not. Are you and being said, serious? And they said, of course he's going to cry. He's a big baby. Oh, my God. I should attach the audio of me crying at our wedding to this just to prove the point. Wait, so you were betting that I wouldn't cry? That you would cry. And the other guy's like, of course he's going to cry. Oh. I don't know who it was. It was it was someone else. Some, it was a boy. I know that much. Was it Matt? No. I bet it was Matt. I'm just kidding. It was Joe. Um, all right. Well... On that on that happy note, um, I think we're going to stop recording. So AK forty seven is now signing. Oh, who likes? Oh my God! All right. <laughs>